Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh God, I pray right now, God, that you would tilt the follow grounds of the hearts and the minds of the people, God. Oh God, I pray right now, God, that you would anoint, God, all those that was in the prayer, all those that was in the worship service, oh God. Oh God, I thank you, God, for using your sister Joanne. I thank you for using all the people in this building on today, oh God. Oh God, I pray that you would hide me behind the cross, that you give me access and revelation of God to minister the right and divide the word of truth to your people. Oh my God, I pray, God, that you would touch now in Jesus' mighty name. If I was going to give you a thought, it would be, I pledge allegiance. I pledge of allegiance. When we were first going up in school, in elementary school, the first thing they had you do was what? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In a man's world, there's no liberty and justice for all. Only the select and the fruit. But when you make a vow to the Lord, that is different. I looked at the word pledge. A solemn promise or undertaking. A vow, a word. Word of honor, oath, covenant, bound agreement. Warrant, commitment. And I noticed something in this world. We've made a pledge allegiance to what the flag things of God. There is no commitment. We can't keep our word. There's no word of honor. There's no agreement. There's nothing that bounds us. But the we have placed in our hearts. Except the man be drawn by the spirit. You cannot access the kingdom of God. And if God doesn't draw you out of America and the system and the things that you have aligned yourself with, you're going to always be double-minded. Because they got you at an early age. When most people get saved, we're what? In our 20s. So Satan got you from the beginning. At your youth. Your vulnerability. Alliance. Loyalty. But I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And in your mind, you think that all your presidents are going to treat you like Jesus. Why every four years or every time there's a local um, voting or, um, or even in the United States when we everybody four years, we 
us in it. And they made you cross your heart. And that's that right hand, Tasha. It goes across the heart. God can never get in because when you do this, how can it get in? But I pledge allegiance to something that said you be loyal to me, but I'm never going to be loyal to you. So you and I committed yourself to something that would never be loyal to you. But you have sworn by oath to do what they told you to do. Why do you think that they control the they control the market? What market? Your money. They make you work on the job and do all of this stuff. But yet, when it comes down to it, if you don't work, you don't eat. And then they put you in a system, and you're more enslaved to it. Don't pay your creditors. They got laws in place to make sure if you don't pay me, I'm going to ruin you. How they ruin you with your credit? You can't move in my system. You can get mad. You can file bankruptcy. But it's still a trial that you have forsaken your alliance or your league. They can go back and say, it's wiped off of your, your record after so many years. But let somebody dig deep enough. There's always a paper trail. And now you're going to have to go in to your conscious and your subconscious and find out how do I entangle myself spiritually out of this system that I swore that I will be loyal to. But I pledge allegiance. I pledge my loyalty or commitment of a subordinate to a what superior of or an individual to a group or cause. And the system in which you have pledged your allegiance to. They interrupt your flow any which way at any time they want to do it. Because you have to submit to your subordinates. Go back and look at the definition. You committed and giving your heart to the wrong thing. altar in which you have made alliance to, it will still control and rule your life. You will never get out of it. That's why Jesus Christ had to come on the scene. Because he knew what the system was going to do. It was the oppression of the Roman government with the Jews. And when Jesus Christ came on the scene, he did not do what they thought they were going to do. We read half of a word or half of a paragraph, half a 
other scripture, or we read people halfway. But we don't sit in place until God gives us the revelation. And a lot of times we're running on a half pledge or a half sight of which only God can give you the heart and mind of the system in which you have pledged your alliance to. There's nothing wrong with Jesus Christ. Everything that he does, he does it perfectly. Everything that God is doing in our lives, it is in a way that we would draw closer to him. But what do you do? You get mad and go back to the same system in which you have planned your alliance to. You go back and repeat the same cycle of sin. And then you want to go cry to God when God does not deliver you. He said, you haven't given me your whole heart. But I pledged allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. We're going to be talking about King Asa. And I'm going to paint a picture how you can start off doing something good. And then you get in the way and mess it up. And isn't it interesting that we keep our word with everything and everybody, but it seems like when it comes down to the word of God, there's no alliance, there's no league, there's nothing in our hearts, and he's the first thing that we've forsaken, but yet you'll go back into the system in which you're slain, your mind needs to be delivered. That's why abusive woman or abusive man will go back to the person in which have enslaved them because they're giving them their heart. And you're trying to break a mental thing when it's in the heart and it's a spiritual thing. And you can marry somebody else, but yet you still remember Ray Ray. You can still remember the abuse, but yet you over here in somebody else's arms. But I can't get rid of the alliance in which I gave my heart to. Oh, we'll never be apart. You the love of my life. It's me and you. And then you cut your hands and you do blood covenants. That's a whole nother topic. You better be careful that you don't go back and be like that dog Returning back to his own vomit. That's a nasty thing. Because God will make you wise as a serpent and cunning as a dove and teach you how to work through the system. You got to understand something. His 12 disciples, Paul and all of them, learned how to work through the system because they understood the system in which they were in and they understood what Jesus Christ was trying to say and they had a revelation of Jesus Christ. If people don't have a revelation of Jesus Christ, you are not going to know how to maneuver through the system. They maneuvered through the system and survived. They got the work of the Lord to, into a place that we were able to get a revelation an understanding of Jesus Christ. Some of you don't know how to maneuver through your life's problems and your tribulations and all of these things that is happening in your life. Huh? You're so easy to let everything that come up huh, pull you down. Huh? You let the husband pull you down. You let the wife pull you down. Huh? You let the job pull you down. You let the children pull you down. Huh? You let the mom and the daddy pull you down. Huh? Your nieces and your uncles. Huh? But you need to be wise as a serpent and cut it as a dog because your allegiance and your vows should be committed to
into the things of God. And now the system has gotten smarter, more craftier, but you're still dumb. You're still stuck in rebellion. You're still stuck in that place, but you come to church, jumping and shouting, and you're not free. Freedom is not in a jump and a shout. Freedom is in the liberation of your mind, being able to move and understand Jesus Christ. How deep is your salvation? Or how deep is your walk in Jesus Christ? But we're still looking for every president to bring us out. You keep looking for your nation to change their wicked ways. And it's not going to change. And every president, everyone that you get in the Senate, your local government, if you know it's anything, they're getting more corrupt. They're full of lust. They're full of money laundering. They're full of all of these wicked, perverse things that God speaks about. But yet you continue to put your heart and your alliance with them, hoping the next one be better. Anybody get in the office that's right, they're going to get rid of them. They're going to scandalize them. They're going to persecute Satan always protects his own in the system. That's why you got to get into the mind of God and the will of God. That's the only protection. Second Chronicles, the 14th chapter, Second Chronicles, the 15th chapter, Second Chronicles, the 16th chapter. I'm going to go to Second Chronicles 14. 1 through 11, I'm going to skip around. And we're going to be talking about three men, really four. And we're going to see how God is going to move and maneuver. And the first man we're going to be talking about is King Asa. Let's go there. So Ajona rested with his fathers and they buried him in the city of David. Then Asa, his son reigned in his place. In his days, the land was quiet for 10 years. There was always rest when you ain't doing what God has called you to do. You're trying to have rest and not do what God is telling you to do. You're trying to seek peace in all the wrong places. You're trying to seek peace in all the wrong arms. You're trying to seek peace in all the wrong words. And you got to understand something. If you out of the will of God, God, you're not gonna have no peace. You're not gonna have no restoration in your life. You're not gonna have no blessing. How can God bless you in a state of disobedience? But you let your philosophy preachers tell you just do what you want to do and God is going to bless you and be with you but the devil is a liar because why that you don't have no peace when you try to have peace and you don't even understand it you go deeper and deeper to it even though you know it's something not working but because what is spoken over you you continue to drive your way through it and yet you find in the end there was never no peace and I've been lied to 
his desire will always outweigh what God is saying. There's always a fight in my members. That's why you need to fast and pray. That's why you constantly need to seek the will of God. You need to be in his perfect will now. You ain't trying to be in his submissive will. Because like I told you earlier, the Satan has gotten crafty and crafty. And your pledge allegiance to your United States of America, you don't understand when you pledge whatever demonic spirits they allow to come over here or whatever demonic spirits they have opened in the portals. You need to understand something. You're going to be attached and drawn to it because you're subject to what you have put yourself in alliance with. So you're trying to get free. You're doing all of this. You study living in that fine line between good and evil. Now you're going to have to make up your mind. This day who you're going to serve. This day that I'm going to come out of an alliance, I'm going to renounce what I pledged allegiance to. I'm not saying not to do what Caesar has told you to do. But then there's a fine line. If Bank America tells you I'm giving you an account, now you go in somebody else's account and take their money. You're the one that made the wrong mistake. You better have some discernment. You better know what you need to do. You need to understand there's only a certain limit that I can go with Caesar. But yet I give Caesar what is due to him. You borrowed the money from the bank, you pay it back. But you let a teller tell you to go in somebody else's account and this is how you do it and I'm going to give you the money. Satan is talking to people like that. Because everybody's out for themselves now. So this man did right in God's eyes. And this is what he did. For he has removed the altars of the foreign gods and the high places and broken down the sacred pillars and cut down the wooden images. This is the king. Biden ain't doing that. Obama didn't do that. Bush didn't do that. Trump didn't do that. How can I tear down an altar that I'm in agreement with and it's profiting me? The people that's high up in the pyramid gets the money. Where the people that's at the bottom of the pyramid, they always suffer. And I'm going to tell you something, this is the hour to come out of debt. Because they're going to find a way to enslave you and to the flag in which you have sworn your alliance with. Let's go down. Verse number four, Second Chronicles 14 and four. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to observe the law and the commandments. He also removed the high places and the incense altars from all the cities of Judah and the kingdom was quiet under him. And he built 45 cities in Judah for the land had rest. That means when the land or when your place is in a place that you can think and realize how to build yourself up in God. 
the land. That's why China coming over here, buying up everything. It's chaos in the land. They got a debt with them. They not just letting these people come over here for a reason. The people that's at the higher place of the pyramid knows what's going on. Let's go on down. To verse seven. He said to Judah, let us build these cities and make walls around them and towers, gates, and bars while the land yet before us because we have sought the Lord our God. We have sought him and he has given us rest on every side. So therefore, they built and prospered. Let's go on down. And it's talking about how his army was. Let's talk about this in a, in a place that you understand. For those that's born again, the armies that you are in the spiritual realm is your angels of protection. Because I know now that you're looking for an arm and a group of people, but the time is changing. And this is a spiritual warfare. You don't need people. You need the army of the Lord to come down. So your land, your mind, and everything attached to you can be at peace. And when somebody rises up against you, you still can maneuver through the system. I want you to understand this. Verse 9. Then Zerah, that says, Ethiopian came out against them with an army of a million men and 3,000 chariots, and he came to Masorah. So Asa went out against him, and they set the troops in battle array in the valley of Zephagah at Asherah. Verse 11. And Asa called out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord, our God, for we have rest on you. It says, rest on you, and in your name, we are, we go against the multitude, O Lord. You are our God. Do not let man prevail against us. They called on the name of the Lord. But what your system has, system has told you because you pledge allegiance. That means Facebook, TikTok, and everything else. That's what you do. And then you put all your business and your bar and all your prayers and you solicit prayers. You need to understand something. There's a filtering system. You can't rely on your cell phone. We're talking about the system that you are so secure in. They can cut off everybody's cell phone at the blink of an eye. 
And you're going to sit there and say, I pay my bill. I pledge allegiance. It's not what you think it is. You're going to have to come out and be ye separated from amongst them. And what is happening now, that man is retreating to the side that they think is winning. And right now, everybody thinks Satan is winning because they're in the they carnal mind, they're in the natural realm. But really, in actuality, God is the one that's winning. Because you're looking at something by sight, and that's not by faith. People that's moving in this next realm is moving by a level of faith. And faith is not what you can see or physically touch. You need to understand that it's moving all the time. And by the spirit of Christ that's in you, it connects with the faith and the spirit of the living God. And it moves in the atmosphere. You need to understand something Daniel had to pray us. But guess what the principalities held it up. And then God manifested. You don't know how to hold on. Because your philosophy pastors have told you. You don't do talk all of that. You don't need all of that. Just speaking it's going to come to existence. Why you in debt? By paying their mortgage. They're not going to call. They're not going to stop. They're not going to do anything because guess what? You pledge your allegiance to the system and you don't know the pastors who's connected in the system. They are prospering. You think they righteous and holy. The system is a maze. That's a huge thing. You don't know how to get out of it or maneuver to it unless you have the spirit of the living God. And now because you have not been trained to hear the voice of God and move by the spiritual realm, you're going to be caught up in the maze. And then first stop you go to and they say, Jesus, you're going to believe them. But you're not going to see the spirit in which they are. And God is moving things into another di direction. God is moving people that's really his. They're migrating together because it's going to be a remnant. A remnant is going to come together and they're going to be able to move. They're going to be to do what God is calling him to do because just like Asaph, he was good in the beginning. You're going to find out some things that he did in the end. You got to understand just because you won this battle don't mean you're going to win the next one. You still got to continue to call on the name of the Lord no matter what it is. I don't care how tired you get. I don't care how broke or tired or how frustrated you get. You still got to go to God the same way. If that way got you through the day, stay there. Your government changes over time. God is not adding more laws in this book. But while you sleep at night, your legislator, your congressmen are coming up with plans, addendums, amendments, creating new laws, how to keep you in bondage. And they're going to go around like they do every year. Because Obama ain't going to no black church. Them days gone. They go around to all your black churches. Yes, I said it. And they promise you all of these lies. That pastor's in the system. He done got a cut behind the table. Now you keep a little for yourself and put a little bit in the offering. But the, they gonna keep more in their pocket. 
And any time that I need you to push something through, you're going to bring it across the pulpit. So therefore, the pulpit is defamed because it's not the things of God. But y'all looking at Balaam. Balaam was able to get the people to um, sin because of the, um, the seduction. It happens all the time. As long as you're doing what God has called you to do, you cannot be subdued. Even though the pastor could be doing something wrong, God will have you getting away, get out of it, and how you have no way to pray in it. But when you don't know what is going on, you fall under a curse. If I don't shorten the days, even a very elect would not be able to escape. But you sit there because your grandmama on the pew. But why you think God is going to judge the church and it's going to be serious? Because it's tore up. And my people were asleep and not praying. Oh, they have taught you, don't pray for your leader. The leader always got to be strong, but the leader's the one that opened the door of demonic warfare in the church. The very person you should be praying for, you're not, because you focused on yourself and, and the blessing they laying on you. And the devil is a lie, they laying another demon of poverty on you. But yet they prosper. Why Satan is going to bless his own. It's going to magnify this. But yet the people continue to go down. I pledge of allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Let's go on down. So the Lord struck the Ethiopians. And Asaph won the battle. Let's go to 15. Second Chronicles 15 chapter. 1 through 6. Now the spirit of the Lord came upon Azorah, the son of Odin. And he went out to meet Asaph and said to him, Hear me, Asaph. And all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found. But you, but if you forsaken him, he will forsaken you. God is sending, reaffirming how to keep the promise. But you're so hyped up about your battle. Sometimes you got to win the battle and still keep your feet planted. Because people and yourself will get in pride really quick. And God will be speaking and you don't hear God because you got pride there. You got yourself there. You got other people in your ears. And I'm going to tell you something. In this hour, you better have the ears and the voice of God. You cannot have nobody else talking to you. You cannot be hooked up and yoked up with people that you used to be yoked up with. Because if they're not going the same way they're going, they're going to bring you down. And there's always a yoking and a connection on every level. And that's what he's saying. He will be found by you. For as long time Israel had been without true God, they had been instilled and in thinking that they worshiping the true God, but it wasn't. They had a 
there was no priest to teach them. That's how you get learned. The jumping and shouting does not make you have wisdom in God. Look at all of this is going on. And without the law. This is what it's saying. But when in their trouble, they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. And you're going to find out they always forsaken God. Look at what you're doing. we always back and forth with God. We win a battle and then we get comfortable. We get a small victory. We get comfortable. What we, what we were doing, we don't do no more. So you're not doing anything new. That's why the Bible tells you there's nothing new under the sun. You think that you're doing something new. You think that you're fooling God. He's the ancient of days. You're only fooling yourself. You're only setting yourself up for a fall. And now when people fall, it is going to be hard for them to get back up. Because I told you, the doors of the Gentiles are closing. God is going to come back and deal with the Jews. In this time of church age, you need to be getting all that you can in God because God is focused on you. The Jews are going through persecution. But you have talk his blessing and forsaken him in your heart because you pledged alliance. And you take everything for granted. You're not holding on to the salvation in which you were taught that was once birthed through you. That love, that compassion in God, it's been filled up with everything else but God. Your mind is on everything. If whatever it is that you're doing is higher than God, it's overtaking you, that is a spirit and that's an idol that you got to cut down. You got to be ASAP and you got to cut down. You're the kings and queens in your own house. You're the kings and queens in your own village. But yet, because you don't understand the system. You're trying to get off something that you have not been taught and trained. If you're not serving the true God, if nobody there to teach you that you can listen, if you don't study the word and ask for revelation, you're always looking for somebody else to give you a revelation. You always want somebody else to do it. But now every man is for himself. Nobody's going to have time to save you and deliver you. You better learn how to get your own deliverance. You better learn how to stay before God yourself. You better ask God to give you balance in your life. You got to understand what is happening because God is going to move in America in a way that America has not seen. And you're not prepared for it because you've been flowing in the land of milk and honey. You've been in Canaan too long. And now God said, I got to put you in a place that you will understand why you have all the things that was you had and that you've been a privilege to have. You have let the blessing to overtake you. Some people can handle the money. Some people can't handle wealth and blessing because God knows that it have forsaken them. It will draw them away. They'll leave him and forsaken them out of his heart, out of your mind and stuff. That's why everything moves you. You're over here. You're over there. That's why you can't stay focused because your alliance is in the wrong place.
and this is what is happening. And in those times, there was no peace to the one who went out, nor to the one who came in. But great turmoil was on all the inhabitants of the land. Let me break that down to you. Because we done pledged allegiance to. Whatever's in the land, you will feel. But the people, what separates the born again is the people that's calling on the name of the Lord. Because one of the things about it is persecution. Going through trials and tribulation gets people mind off of Jesus Christ. But those that are born again, those are the ones that have the fire and the spirit of God and they're serving the true God, God is going to preserve them. That's why it's going to be a remnant. It's not going to be a whole lot of people going to make it to heaven because we are in the great falling away. Look at it now. The churches is not pulled up. People ain't doing it. People, their minds are everywhere else. So they're going here and there. Whoever seems like they got a word, they're running over there. Who seems like they have a word over there? They're just running around trying to find peace. But they don't understand understand that the peace that they truly deserve is in Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ will sit up in their hearts and their mind that they can have true peace. Uh, whatever the wind blows, uh, I'm going to be alright. Uh, whatever they say about me, it's going to be alright. Uh, our alliance is with and in the wrong thing. Oh, but you're trying to keep your promise to the bill collector. You're going to pay that bill. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but yet you'll struggle with your tithes and offering. You'll struggle with your commitment. You'll struggle with your fastening and praying. You look at what you're struggling with. You're going to have to uncommit your alliance to the flag of the United States in which you serve. You can run off what is coming. But you can pray to God, spare you and your household. It's coming because the doors have been opened. And you need to see everything that is happening. So nations was destroyed by nations and cities by cities for God troubled them with every adversity. But you be strong and do not let your hands be weak. For your work shall be rewarded. They that wait upon the Lord. He shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings of eagle. But they that wait upon the Lord. But we're not trying to wait on the Lord. Because God ain't fast enough. He don't know what he's doing. See, you used to put it in the AT machine and you got your answer. God don't work like that. Because guess what? As long as the habits are there, you can plug in an AT machine. It comes right back, right back. You're never learning the lesson. God is concerned about the lesson and you learning how to deal and interact with him and to show you your weaknesses. But we don't want to deal with our weaknesses. We don't want to deal with our fragmented places in our lives and our subconsciousness. Just like we studying in Bible study. Even the prophet got caught up into the appearance of man. Oh, we can dress it up. We done been taught church, Miss, Miss Lynette. Oh, we've been taught church. Oh, but we have not been taught 
the true and living God. Just like they've been scandals in your synod in high places, it's been scandals in the church, and more scandals are going to come out. You notice the scandals don't stop. They continue to go. They continue. But yet, yet why you seem like you can't break free from it? You just throw it off because you have pledged allegiance to the system. That's what it does. It's going to be like that. But yet, you don't even understand that Satan has got you bound and he's got you into a place. You are subordinate. You are submissing, submitting to all of these things. That's why it does not affect you. And then you keep doing it long enough, then you become scandalous too. Let's go on. Reform. Make changes. So King Asa, he's making changes. And when Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Odin, the prophet, he took he says he took courage and removed the it says abominable idols from all it says all the land of Judah and Benjamin and from the cities which he had taken in the mountains of Ephraim and he restored the altar of the Lord that was before the it said this it says visible of the Lord you got to constantly clean out you got to constantly confirm by actions. He just didn't talk it. He went with action. And see, we don't want to do that. I done did that. You got to do it again. Because you're living in the system. Let's go on to 11. It says, and they offered to the Lord at that time 700 bulls and 7,000 sheep for the spoil which they had brought. They had to do a ceremony. See, some of you don't know how to have church in your house. But the witches and the warlocks, they having services all the time. Calling down more demons, more evil spirits. But yeah, you say you'd have been in the church. That's all right, but honey, you better learn how to have a ceremony, a cleansing ceremony in your own house. that it don't come through the door. Then they entered into a covenant. You got to renew your vows. Every time people have been married a long time, what do they do? They enter a new what? Covenant and a vow with each other. And it's greater than the first time because the love is different. The commitment is different. We done been through some things. You didn't leave me and I didn't leave you. This time I love you, but this time I really, really love you. You should have left me when I slept with that woman and man. Oh. You didn't do that. This love is different. See, love that's been tried has more meaning. 
And that's why every time you fall and you get back up and you go back to God, that love and that commitment has another meaning. You should have caught me off. Oh, but I love you because you didn't forsaken me. I've been a fool many a times. But God kept me. How did he keep me? Not from the sin. But you had a mind to run back. Come on, David. Because God had my heart. I saw that I got snared by the system and I pledged. I put my right hand on my heart. And then now guess what, God? You had an angel to come in and remove my heart. Or you removed the hand. Huh? And now my heart is in a place huh, that I can run to you. Except God deals with you. You're not going to be able to come back to God. Huh? I'm going to tell you something. Huh? You may try all your life. Huh? But if you don't make a pledge and a commitment to the one who died on the cross for your sins. You're never going to come back. You'll be half back. But that means you won't serve him right because you're in and out. When people have a commitment serving God, that means their heart is not right. They have not really made a pledge. They still double-minded. They still twisted. They still trying to figure out if there's something else in the system in America that makes them think they can get ahead and be about whatever it is that they need to do. They're still trying to maneuver around the system. And you don't understand something. The system is designed for you not to be rich. Uh-oh. That's why people have their own businesses. As long as you're working for Caesar, Caesar, it said this is what you're going to get. They're going to put more work on you. But you're trying to be a rich off the system. It's not designed. And you have been in a place of submitting to it because you're afraid to reach out and do your God-given talent, your God-given thing that he's given you to do, because you're looking for the system to support you. But you haven't learned. Your daddy worked on that job and they treated him like a dog. And guess what, you caught up in the same system, but yet your faith is supposed to be greater because our children are supposed to be greater than what we are. But now, because you had a lack of faith, huh? because you were still toiling and twinning, because you allowed somebody else to speak into your ears and you did not follow your God-given talent, God will still give you a talent. Huh? But no, you buried it in the ground. Huh? You didn't get out there in the system. Huh? They, 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 those merchants, huh? they got out there in the system and worked it in the system. You don't understand God would give you wisdom to work in the system that you could still be a millionaire, that you could still do great things, but because you're a slave to it, because you don't understand huh? who you are in Christ Jesus. Huh? You constantly need somebody to confirm. Huh? Yeah, you just this and you just that. Huh? And God may want to launch you out into the deep. Huh? There may be greater things that God ain't showed that person, but he's trying to deal with you about. Huh? God is trying to take you into a different place. Not only a wealth, but only a place of knowing who he really is. Huh? Because what he's trying to take you to, that's what you need. Huh? But now you'll let Mary Jane, you let Ray Ray talk to you huh? and keep you bound and shackled. But then they take your dreams and work it. Because we just so in love with them. But we never reach who God wants us to be. And this is what is happening. And I want to talk about something. I want to tell you something. King Asaph 
one of the idols that he removed was his from his mother. See, when you get serious, I'm going to deal with that thing that's in my family. I'm around about the 16, 17 chapter of 15. See, when you get serious about it, I'm going to tear down everything that's in my mind and my memory of them because they didn't lead me to the true and living God. So he was serious. And he destroyed it. And it was called Meaha. I looked it up and that's how they pronounced it. Let's look at the 16th chapter. And he removed Meaha, the mother of Asa, the king from being queen mother, because she had made an obscure image of Asherah. And Asa cut down her, it says, obscure image. Crushed it and burned it by the brook Kedra. Oh, mm -mm. everything my mom and daddy did, my grandma did, that's holy. Yeah. Why are you still fighting? Because you still stuck in the system. The Bible says, honor thy mother and cherish them that their days may be long. But he didn't tell you to serve the same gods. I can respect you knowing that you ain't right. Read it for yourself. After he got the land, after you get your house right, you got to go in and deal with your ancestors. How can he cleanse the land and not deal with in his house? And this is what is going on. So the high places he moved was from the gods, the demigods. But he kept the high places of the Lord. And this is what you don't understand. Let's go on the 16. 1 through 10. I'm going to skip through some of this. But I hope that you get this understanding. And all of these things that's going on, it's between the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah. There was a constant toggle that's going on. So 2 Chronicles, 16th chapter. In the 36th year of his reign of Asa, Basha, king of Israel, came up against Judah. And this is the second person that we're dealing with. The next one is Ben-Hanadad. Then God sends the prophet to deal with him. But when people deal with us, we have a way of dismissing them or getting rid of them that we think. Because once the word has been spoken by God, ain't nothing you can do about it. So a lot of times we're trying to get rid of it, dismiss it. But God will deal with you. He'll sin. He'll deal with you in your dreams. He'll deal with you with somebody else. He'll still deal with you. A lot of times we don't want God to deal with us. But God is really trying to save us and protect us. That he might let none go out or come in to Asaph, king of Judah. Then Asaph brought silver and gold from the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the house 
of, it says, and the house of kings, and sent to Benedict, Behenadad, Behenadad, king of Syria, Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, Damascus, saying, see, he's making a alliance with them. The thing about it is he's giving God stuff to a pagan king. I could deal with this. When God bring you out of something, don't go back. And I'm going to say this. They're going to enslave the people that's in debt. Just like they're raising up the interest rates. It's not, it's not to help you all. They're going to enslave those that's in debt. Back in the 70s, you used to talk about getting debt free, debt free. You should have got out. They're going to enslave you. They got to have something to keep you in bondage. You need to come out of the system. And remember, people used to talk about using cash, but now everything is your bank card. Do your bank card. But see, cash, you can't track. A bank card, there's always a record left. They're coming up with ways to enslave you. Your Americas is not for you. And when you think about it, look what they do. Who you think built America? It's off the blocks, the backs of black people. But the whites, they're gonna send your son to jail for 25 years. And they son get out in six months or don't serve no time. I'm just being honest with you. Oh, you think when they created welfare that was for you? No, they wasn't. That's to keep you in the system. How they keep you in the system? Because they deal with your intellect. You ain't nothing, and this is what you're going to do. This is the only amount of money that you're going to spend. You can't. Now, that's why then they say, then they say well, you know what? I know what they're going to do. They're going to go out there and steal and kill for because that's what they want. Because who's making Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all of these crazy other people that don't even like you? Rich. It's the black people. It is designed to enslave you. A rich person is buying converts. But a poor man, because of his subconscious and his conscious state. I told you, you got the conscious, then you got sub means below. And then it gets down to your heart. In order for him to feel half of a man or half of a woman, I got to have $1,500 on my feet. But yet, I still live in the projects. But your famous pastors can buy it and they debt free. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. So he's making an alliance. Let there be a treaty between you and me as there was between my father and your father. Here, have I sent you silver and gold? Come. Break, it says, break your treaty with Basha, king of Israel. He was trying to keep the passageway going. He did a good thing, but it was not God. Sometimes you can do something, come in an alliance with something, but it's not God. So that means when I came in 
Ethiopians. Each battle, you got to go to God. You got to do the same thing. And this is what is happening. So let's go on. So, being Hinnadad, heard King Asaph and sent the captains of the army against the cities of Israel. They attacked Ajon, Dan, Abel, Maine, and all of the store cities of Nepatha, Nepalata, Nepatel, excuse me. Now it happened when Basha heard it that he stopped building Ramah and ceased the work. Let's go on up to seven. Rebuke of Hananiah. And at the time, Hananiah, the seer, came to Asaph, king of Judah, and said to him, because you have relied on the king of Sarit and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the kings of Sarit has escaped from your hands. Where the Ethiopians and the Lubans now, it says, not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen, yet because you relied on the Lord, he delivered them into your hands. One thing about the Lord, he gonna remind you what you did. See, when you beat your children, you tell them what they did first, right? And you did this, 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 and now I'm getting you. When God comes and deals with it, he always reminds you what you did. It was me, the Lord that God that brought you out of the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage, it was me. And you continue to forsake me. And when you call on me, I still come to your rescue. And we take that for granted. Instead of humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God. But you'll swear to a miracle. And you will keep that commitment. Before you keep it with God. We got a lot to go to God about. I ain't got time for my enemies. I got to see the enemy within me that's fighting against God. He delivered them into your hands for the eyes of the Lord run to and fall throughout the whole earth. She showed himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. And it says you have done foolishly. Therefore, from now on you shall have wars. Then Asaph was angry with the seer and put him in prison, for he was it said, enraged at him because of this. And Asaph oppressed some of the people at that time. I pray that something's been said and done to really make you see this. But we don't like when God speaks to us and deals with us about our wrong ways. We just like Asa. We don't want to hear it. No. I did it. I had good. Yeah. But then you take what God has given you and you give it to somebody else that's not even worthy. And then you cry when they don't come to your alliance. You shouldn't have did it no way. All those that serve the Lord, you can't trust double-minded people. You can't trust people that's not saved. I'm not saying God can't use them. 
don't think God going to continue to keep using. Did Saul continue to have that same donkey come to him? God, Saul got it the first time. Oh, but now, you trying to be good Christians. Keep right on. You need to be spiritual. I pray that something's been said and done in Jesus' name. To really make you see this. I pledge allegiance. I hope you're going to think about this. Go back and read all of it. And ask God to give you a revelation. And we hook up with the wrong people all the time. After God bless us, we're going to hook up with the wrong people. Then we come by our own thing because we get in a place and within our spirit. We don't need God. Been there and done that. I just don't want to be a fool no more. I really pray that you get this. America's finna go through a wake-up call. And you in America. You in America. I pray that God would just open it up more than what he's given me to make you think This is serious. This is really serious. I'm ready. We finna.